the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I got a little bit of news. Uh, Jesus does not really need our help in making him more appealing to the general population. He really doesn't need our help. Uh, He does just just fine. Uh, The Jesus presented in the New Testament, all of it is just fine. We don't need to reimagine Jesus. We don't need to reinvent Jesus. We don't need to present a kinder, gentler Jesus. We don't need to reintroduce Jesus. We just preach, teach, present the Jesus of Scripture. All of the Jesus of Scripture. All right, hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, it's a Friday. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Uh, where the liberal left theologically has gone is is well known, and I don't think I need to talk to any of you in my audience about the compromise of Scripture from the mainline Protestant denominations not just the compromise of Scripture, the denial of Scripture. I don't think I need. I don't think I need to warn most of you. You know, I am very concerned, however, about what's going on in the vast evangelical community. I dealt with one of those topics yesterday. And that's gender, sexuality, family, and marriage. There is a move within the evangelical community to sugarcoat what Scripture says about marriage, family, sexuality, homosexuality, to soften it, to uh, to present it in a way that is uh, non-offensive. Well, I don't think we should ever intend to offend anybody. But the Bible is not ambiguous about gender, sexuality, marriage, same-sex relationships. The Bible is not ambiguous. And we don't need to sugarcoat it. We need to speak the truth, but we need to do it in love. But we're seeing people like Andy Stanley who is unbelievably influential, particularly among young preachers, young pastors, who is completely perverting what Scripture says about marriage and the family because he's looking for a kinder, gentler approach because he doesn't want to be offensive. 
when it's wrong. But then the other movement that is really gaining steam in the evangelical community is the reinvention of Jesus. And it's similar to what happened with the shack. Now, we haven't heard anything about the shack for a long time, and I am really, really glad. But I mean, it hit the evangelical community like a like a tornado. Best-selling book, The Shack. The Shack. Have you read The Shack? It's wonderful. Oh, it just made me feel so good. And then they came out with a movie about The Shack. Well, I was very critical. And the reason was, it was a reinvention of God. Of Jesus, too, but of God. A kinder, gentler God. A God who is not just. A God who is not holy. A God who does not punish. A God who is not angry. A God who is okay with sin. A God who is only loving, tender, merciful. Only. Now, God is wonderful, tender, merciful, and forgiving. But he is also just and holy and righteous. You cannot read either the Old Testament or the New Testament and not understand that God hates sin. And he hates it so much, he poured out his wrath and judgment upon Jesus on the cross. Because sin had to be paid for. But that is, was not presented in the shack at all. Only love, only forgiveness. Half of God. Well, now it's Jesus. There is a movement that believes we've got to... We got to reinvent Jesus. Now they deny that. We're not trying to reinvent Jesus. No, we're just uh, we're just trying to present Jesus in his humanity. He dealt with everything that you dealt with, just like you do. And they take some scriptures and twist them. Yes, Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. So yes, he does understand us, but While he was 100% human, he was 100% God. And this movement within the evangelical church, well, if, 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 uh, if we talk about, you know, Jesus being angry at sin, well, that'll turn people off. And, uh, Jesus got angry. Jesus was very rough with religious leaders of his day. Jesus said, I have come to bring fire and judgment. Jesus said, I have come to divide families. Remember that? Or maybe you haven't read that. Jesus said, I haven't come to unite, I've come to divide. Now he came to unite also. Jesus said, hey, listen, if you love father, mother, anybody other than me, you can't even be my disciple. This attempt to present to the world a more sympathetic Jesus than the New Testament presents is not going to bring people to salvation. 
Couldn't make people feel better about their own humanity and their own struggles. But if they don't accept Christ as Savior, if they don't repent of their sin, if if we've just if we've just made people feel better about themselves because Jesus understands them, have we accomplished anything? Some people are calling this pre-evangelism. You may hear that term. Well, we're involved in pre-evangelism. We're just setting people up to ask questions. What good does it do if you set people up to ask questions if you don't give them the real answers? And here's my point. We must present the entire gospel. I have said it literally thousands of times for over 30 years on the radio. The devil lives in the extremes. If he can get us to go to one extreme or the other in any topic, any subject, he wins. And in the character of Jesus and the character of God, it is very, very true. If we only, only, only present love, kindness, grace, mercy, and that's all. That's a devilish extreme. If we only present judgment, anger, holiness, righteousness, and we neglect to teach grace, mercy, and love, that's a devilish extreme. I'll summarize by this. Jesus was completely 100% human. That ought to bring great comfort to all of us. But he was also 100% God. And when we present Jesus, we present him as he is. Not the way we want him to be, or the way our culture wants him to be. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Let me let me just say one more thing on the topic I was discussing before the break. If you look at the history of the church, throughout history you see those who follow Christ uh, drifting to the left, drifting to the right, uh, compromising, becoming too rigid. And for the most part, most of the destruction in the Christian church has been a drift not to the right, too firm, too strict, Uh, That has certainly damaged the church at times. Legalism destroys everything it touches. But legalism usually just kind of dies its own slow death and goes away, and then it's reinvented by this group or that group. And um, 
and so forth. Like I said, it just kind of dies its, its own death. But the drift of the left and the compromise on basic Bible doctrine usually just keeps going and going and going, and it's never overnight. It's always slow. It's a slow leak, as it has been called. And it's rare that it comes back. Look what's happened to the mainline Protestant denominations in America. They're all dead or dying, all of them. There is not a single exception. But it didn't happen overnight. You know, um, Methodist churches, and I'm talking about those that are the liberal churches. They're wonderful, conservative, Bible-believing Methodist churches, but they're small in number. There are few. They're there, praise God. But those that are involved in the liberal leftist Methodist churches, they weren't preaching the solid gospel of Jesus Christ one Sunday, and then three Sundays later they were questioning the virgin birth, the deity of Christ, the bodily resurrection, the infallibility of Scripture, you know, three weeks later. It's not the way it happened. It was a little bit of compromise here, a little bit of compromise there, a little bit of compromise there. And it was always done, well, to reach more people, to be more acceptable, to be more presentable, to be more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, to be uh, well, more acceptable to the, to the, the, the community. Because ultimately, we don't like to be outcasts. We we don't like to offend. But on that topic, if you know anything about the great revivals throughout the history of the church, none of the revivals came about by a kinder, more gentle, more palatable gospel. Never. Every revival we have ever experienced, whether here in America, Great Britain, Germany, or throughout the history of the church, there has been a return to biblical principles, the deity of Christ, the holiness of God, the authority of Scripture, and the need to repent. That has been the ingredients, the recipe for revival. It has never, revival has never, ever, ever. And if I'm wrong, please, somebody correct me. And I mean that. Revival has never come about by drifting to the left, adopting a kinder, gentler, more palatable gospel, a more palatable presentation of Jesus, a more palatable interpretation of the Bible, a more palatable, non-judgmental viewpoint of Scripture. Never. And yet we have seen through history so many attempts to do that. All right. 
I'll leave it at that. But it's just something I am very passionate about. And I I am watching the slow death of many movements within what we would call evangelicalism. And again, I'll I'll leave it at that. What do I know? I'm some wild-eyed, religious, crazy fanatic. Uh, I find this interesting. We'll switch gears completely. Headline, and this is from NBC News. National Archives asked former U.S. presidents and vice presidents to recheck for classified documents. The Archives sent a letter to representatives of former presidents Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, and Ronald Reagan, and former vice presidents Pence, Biden, Cheney, Gore, Quayle. And they said, would you please check around offices and see if you have any classified documents, you know, sitting in the garage next to your Corvette? Now, earlier in the program, I warned you about conspiracies. And I don't know that this is a conspiracy, but my question is, why now? Why didn't they ask when the documents were found at Trump's house? Now that they have been found at Biden's house? Is it possible it is an attempt to communicate to the American people? Eh, everybody did it. It's not really that bad. Yeah, we found a bunch of classified documents at several locations, including in the garage, totally unsecured at Joe Biden's house. But it's really not that bad because, well, they all did it. Maybe I'm putting too much into this, but um, again, my question, why now? Why has the National Archives all of a sudden become concerned about classified documents of presidents going all the way back to Ronald Reagan. Why? Why now? I don't know, but it's uh, it's a little strange, a little bizarre. All right. Hey, by the way, those of you listening on AM 880, just a few more days. And we'll get our full broadcast day back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.